Hey guys, welcome back to the NASCAR series. Starting, sorry, I'm starting a bit late. This is actually a redo due to that my sister tried to do a TikTok, and it didn't sound I'm good. But let's restart. I'm gonna restart all the way from where it was before. Let's take a look at the Texas paint. If it's really gonna be the same podcast episode that it started out before, no. You, you mean NASCAR Mobile? You aren't going to let down my podcast, are you? Okay. Kurt Busch, Monster Energy, Brad Keselowski, Worf, Austin Dillon, Bass Pro Shops, Trekker Off-Road, <coughs> Kevin Arvick, Mobile One, Ryan Newman, Wyndham Rewards, Kyle Reddick, Cat, Oil and Gas, Chase Elliott, Napa Auto Parts, Denny Hamlin, FedEx Office, Ryan Blaney, Menards, Maytag, Clint Boyer, Rush, Truck, Centers, Brennan Poole, Remember Everyone Deployed, Dot Today, Chris Busher, Rush Performance Stage 3, Kyle Busch, Interstate Batteries, sorry. I'm not doing that. Just watch. I posted it. Wow. Someone's already hearted it. Kyle Busch is in the Interstate Batteries, he's called. Martrex Jr., Bass Pro Shops, Eric Jones, Craftsman, Matthew Bandetto, Motocraft Quick Lane, Joe Lagana, Shell Pennzoil, Coyle Joy, Trump 2020, Michael McDowell, Loves Travel Stops, Ryan Priest, Glad, <coughs> Diana Nemechek, Sick Guard, Heavy Duty Engine Oil, Goldcaster, HaasTooling.com, Matt Kenseth, McDelivery, Bubba Walsh, Cash App, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Kroger, Jim Johnson Ally, Timmy Hill RoofClaim.com, Christopher Bell Ream. Let's hope this doesn't get any more interruptions. And we're gonna do it just like we just like I started. Title and explains a lap around Texas on iRacing. Take a look. Well, you can't see, but you can hear. Texas is uh for whatever reason for me has been a really good racetrack i don't know why we we um we haven't been as strong at some of the similar style racetracks as texas but it's fit me it's fit our race team really well uh, and even with the change in the track surface we've, we've been able to adapt to both really well and had some great finishes um, i think that's something that's so interesting when you pull out a pit road at texas whether it's practice qualifying or the race you can pretty much hold it flat wide open all the way through three and four there's so much grip there right now, and the conditions are usually pretty cold when we go there. So practice and qualifying is really fast through three and four, but one and two now that it's flat is so different. You can you have to lift down here because of the surface being so flat and less banking. Um, but this becomes so important in turn one and two uh, to make sure your car is handling there. When you have a, a track that you can run a corner wide open, uh, you're not so focused on that corner as far as handling. You just want to have longevity of being able to keep the throttle down. Uh, so pretty much when we go to folk, go to Texas, my focus is make sure my car is turning good enough in the middle of one and two so that I can pass cars and get all my passing done for turns three and four. Yeah, the new surface is smooth. It's it's uh, it's got some bumps. I think every track is going to have some unique character as weather hits them and. Uh, the surfaces age, uh, but there is some bumps in the middle of three and four that are getting more aggressive, and the higher you go, they feel more aggressive. 
um, but also our setups are getting stiffer, so our suspension's not really catching the bumps as good. Um, but you know, I, I think it's gonna it's gonna age, it's gonna weather, it's just gonna make for better racing year after year. So, Farron, let's take a look at NASCAR Fantasy Live. How do you do Texas Harvick? He won here back in November 2019 in the playoff race. Race, I think he could do it soon. Name a better duo. We'll wait. Two at the O'Reilly Auto Parts. Sports with my old buddy PJ Walsh from the Action Network, expert contributor. I don't know your title, but I have lost 50% or 60% of the bets I've had with you, so I think at this point you're going to be the expert. Am I still your buddy though? Because that's all that matters in these videos. Oh, listen, don't ever bet with your buddies if it's going to ruin the friendship. So you're absolutely still my buddy. But that depends really on what kind of information you give me for the upcoming Cup weekend in uh, Texas. Track looks a little like Kentucky, two different ends. I think the big question is, who is your must-have? Who's your cornerstone pick? Hamlin and Harvick have been dominant. Are one of those two making your lineup? Don't make my lineup, but my must-have is I'm building around Almirola. He is uh, top eights in his last six finishes, and he actually had the second-best average finish at Texas last year. So I think you can roll Almirola out, save some big guns, and get a lot of value with him. Almirola is the hot hand. There's no doubt his numbers are outstanding. So when I look at it, it's really a numbers game for me now. The race is left and the usages I have left. I've done a pretty good job of saving Hamlin, saving Harvick. So I will have one of those two in every single lineup because I have enough to you know, reach the rest of the season. And for Texas, it's going to be Kevin Harvick. Hamlin, while he has some success, it's very kind of intermittent up and down. You look at Harvick's numbers, three wins, not just three wins. They were all in the fall. But five top fives in six races, he's just super consistent. He's riding a hot hand. This is his kind of racetrack, very patient. So my hot hand is Harvick. But I like Almirola. He'll be in my lineup as well. I don't think you can go wrong. But So if you're putting those guys in, you need that name that you're staying away from. It's Chase Elliott. I think we, from a contest theory standpoint, a lot of people will use him because they saw him win the All-Star race. He's just got one top ten in his last four races here. So I think we can pivot off him, gain a little ground on the rest of the players, and keep him on our bench. Michigan, 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 Kansas, Kansas, Kansas. Chase Elliott's going to be in my lineup for both of those tracks, which means I can't use him at Texas. I don't mind that avoid. The other name I'm avoiding is Brad Kozlowski. I mean, four straight finishes outside the top ten. I still think he's trying to figure out the new crew chief situation. Even though I know we're late into the year, it takes time. This pandemic's been crazy. I just don't see Brad coming out there and giving me Brad-style points. I don't know if you can run inside the top five on stages. I have to have all that to have those guys. So if I'm avoiding those guys... And I'm starting for big names. i got to have some value picks. And I'm going to throw three names out there. They all jump out. Matty D, Mr. Mm -hmm. Consistent, especially My back guy. in Kentucky. Aaron Jones, another mm -hmm. value pick. But how about this one? Do you dare go with momentum? Do you think Cole Custer can take that win, take a little confidence? I'm not saying win again. Can he run inside the top 13? He's the guy I have. We're going to sweep SHR uh, through here with, with Harvick, Almirola, and Custer. He's got momentum. He's got a win. He's got a win on another smooth mile-and-a-half slick track last week. Remember, the 41 car last year with Suarez had the best average finish at Texas. So I'm rolling out Custer here. I like it. I like it. Our lineups are going to look a lot alike. But the most important thing is tune in and listen to, oh, yours truly, Dale Jr., Rick Allen, Jeff Burton, will be in the booth at Charlotte Motor Speedway covering the race from Texas Motor Speedway. A race fans dream the cup race Sunday NBCSN. Oh yeah.
the Fox and FS1, um, uh, what is it? Um, broadcasting has ended, and now it's coming to NBC and NBCSN. And let's take a look back at the starting lineup. Eric Almarolo won the poll in first place, and then it's Ryan Blaney, and he's starting second for a race. So, let's do an Xfinity Fast Recap, All-Star Action at Bristol. A great short track, fans in the stands, and we're ready to go racing on Stock Car's All-Star Night. And we're under green at Bristol. Oh, it's Michael oh, turned around and hard in the wall. Oh, and there goes Nemechek and Ryan Priest. Ooh, car in the wall in four. Yeah, that's, yep. that's ready. And Matt Benedetto will advance. It's not about who can win each stage. It's who can stay in it to win it in that final 15-lap green flag shootout. Oh, a spinner oh. up and into the wall. Her push. Spin on the back straight oh. with Newman. Oh, Chase is going to get into Keselowski. Three wide. Chase Elliott, first all-star win in his fifth start and becomes the 25th different driver to win NASCAR's all-star race. Brad Kozlowski honors graduates as the Universal Technical Institute pay way for NASCAR dreams. It's by Chase Wheel, where the plethora of routes that can be taken to begin a career in NASCAR. But one that continually stands out is nestled right in the sport's backyard. NASCAR Technical Institute, located in Mooresville, North Carolina, is a branch of Universal Technical Institute, headquartered Ordered in Phoenix, Arizona, with 12 campus locations in cities across the country. While many students elect to attend NASCAR Tech like right out of the gate, students also have the option to transfer from other campuses if they decide that a path in NASCAR is one they want to pursue. I see. Take a look at a little bit of backseat drivers. Will we see some unusual suspects in Texas? Listen in. Continue on route for 382 miles. Woo! Road trip! Five hours. Uh, but then we head to Texas Motor Speedway. Everything is bigger in Texas, including what's on the line for folks. So uh, we actually talked about it on the preview show before, Merriman and I, that the last 11 races there, uh, if you take out Carl Edwards' win, you only have Kyle Busch, Jimmy Johnson, Denny Hamlin, and Kevin Harvick who have won there. So the same four? <laughs> yeah? Yeah, which are, which are kind of who I had on my targets and... and guys to watch this weekend you know Denny Hamlin defending winner of this race he's already won four this season he's so good at Texas then you look at Kevin Harvick he won the last time we were in Texas also a multiple race winner this year um Kyle Busch should be interesting 
Um, he is very good at Texas. This could be his first one of the season, but because so many other guys are so good there, I'm not taking Kyle Bush out of the equation. I'm just saying it's going to be hard for him to just flat out win there. Uh, Jimmy, very good there. I would love to see him win there. Not sure it happens. But then am I also going to throw Ryan Blaney in the mix? Very good at Texas. Uh, we've seen him lead a lot of other races. We saw him up front at Kentucky before uh, that little incident where he uh, had a problem at the end. So I'm going to throw Ryan into the mix, too. Yeah, I'm going to say it's going to be between the 12, the 4, and the 19. Um, I think the 11's got some work to do on their mile-and-a-half program. I know we talked about him and him and Kevin being kind of the class of the field. But when it comes to the mile-and-a-halves, uh, they just they missed it in Kentucky. I think we're going to see the same sort of race. You know, recently reconfigured racetrack, going to be hot. You don't race there at this time of year. It's going to be super, super hot. So that's going to affect the way that these cars drive. So uh, if you were up front at Kentucky, I expect you to be up front at Texas. And the 11 and the 18, they didn't, uh, you know, they didn't have much to show for that that effort. Well, we have nine races left in the regular season, which is hard to believe that we're clicking off to playoff time. Uh, so make sure you tune into that. It's the second points race, but the start of the nonstop NBC coverage coming up from Texas Motor Speedway, 3 p.m. on Sunday in the NASCAR Cup Series, NBC SN. Thanks, guys. See you next time. Well, you heard that. It's heading now to NBC and NBC SN. And in broadcasting Sting since Fox and FS1 broadcasted the first 17 races since Ryan Newman's scary crash at Daytona in the Daytona 500 on February 17th. So, we are nearing the end of our we are at the end of our podcast time. See you tomorrow for another great episode of NASCAR Fun.